0: Hey guys, welcome to Marcy's Playground, where you get raw, uncut, and censored stories, opinions, anything and everything, meaning even the achievement, <laughs> which translates to gossip. Alright guys, where were we at? Oh yes, part two of my and my husband's separation, Um, that lasted four years, and recap, so we were we were married in 2005, and a few months after we were married, I'm not too sure how long after, maybe like four months, three months, I'm not sure. But, um, we end up separating. So, okay. So again, I mean, it's hard guys. It's definitely, I'm not going to make an excuse because I mean, I think any relationship going from transitioning to one stage to the next in a pretty fast situation is hard on anybody. I don't care your mental state. I don't care if you're professional, whatever, like if you have your career, you have everything you've ever wanted in life. And, I mean, it's just still going to be hard, guys. It's life, you know? And I think that's what we forget a lot of times. We forget that we're just human, and we can't always have things perfect, and things are not going to always go as planned. So, with that being said, um, It sucked. I'm not going to lie. It just sucked when me and him separated. Because, I mean, who wants to be in that situation, you know? Who's going to want to be in a situation where they feel like they failed? You know, where they they have their family, you know, household turned upside down, you know? Because, I mean, what are you supposed to tell your little ones that why dad is not living in the same house or why is you know why you and mom, you and your sister and your mommy are not living in the same house and why are you only get to see when you're with dad why are you only get to be with him and you know why can't you be with your mom at the same time and so we didn't want to do so much transitioning like that to our kids we didn't want them to have to feel like oh my god like my household is getting torn apart i mean you know especially they were small they were pretty small they were like 3 and 4 one say? wait hold on um no 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 lie Susie my youngest was gonna be two um when we separated no she was good she already had turned a year so she was about a year and a half when me and my husband separated so you could see you could understand the transition right there alone you know um so and then my son was two he was going to be, um, who was going to be three, so Susie was going to turn two, and they're both going to be two for three weeks until he turned three. That's how it is every year. <laughs> and we were trying to take off my bangles, and I don't know why it's so much harder right now, Ugh, so weird. Okay, but anyways, so yeah, so that's what happened. So she, he was a year and a half when we separated, and Sus- and I mean, she was a year and a half, and he was two years old so i mean we didn't want them to be confused we didn't want them to like got me because obviously they were small so they didn't really understand what was going on why mommy and daddy weren't you know being the same household so we did leave for like i think a week or two weeks and then i decided to move back in with him and his parents uh, but we were like more like roommates so he got the bottom room and me and the kids got the top room which was a lot bigger or sometime or like we would switch off and on it was weird we were like, okay, well, you know, why don't you sit up with the, upstairs with the kids, and I'll stay downstairs. And he was like, no, no, I'll take the downstairs, you know, because I mean, obviously, I was always with the kids because, of, you know, I was going to a training school, to a vocational school, to be a preschool teacher. So, I mean, obviously, you know, um, it was gonna. Oh, it's gonna suck. Um, obviously it was gonna you know, the, they were gonna be with me a lot more and especially that he worked in a grocery store. It was like his schedule was totally different from mine. And so he would go in like at sometimes four in the morning and then or at five and then he would get out like whatever time at one or two and versus me being at school because I was I had graduated um, for, um training school and July. Yeah, was it July? Yeah, it was July. Sorry, I'm drinking some coffee. So I graduated in July. I got my um, credits and everything to be a preschool teacher. And um, and my kids were going to start. I couldn't take them right away to my school, to the school that I was working for, because they were um, my daughter was still a little bit underage. But they did accept her either way because how soon her birthday was coming around. So for the first year, um, I think they went ahead and allowed my son to be with the older kids because he was tall for his age. So they allowed him to be over there with the the three-year-olds since he was going to be three anyways. So they kind of like made an exception for how how soon the kids were going to turn the next age to be with like. Because they started the the preschool at two years old and they went up to um, pre-K so, you know, if you don't know what pre- k is, you might not have no kids, so I'm gonna let you know pre- k is um like a preschool, but it's a transition between a, a preschool and a kindergarten, so it has more advanced stuff that the kids learn than just in preschool but I love the school I was working for because i mean i'm not I'm not gonna toot my horn but toot toot um <laughs> I was a second grade teacher, and even the teachers before me that worked for this um for this beautiful family um that i had a chance to work for the school before they um they did an amazing job like the curriculum there guys like we got these i got 12 two-year-olds potty trained within a month or so um consistency and just rotation and i had talked to parents one-on-one every time every day they'd come in and i let them know like hey this this is our schedule please we can keep it at home with the potty training it'll be amazing and then plus they go home, they're probably trained, they don't have to worry about diapers no more, you know, so less expense out of parents' pockets, but anyways, um, so then, yeah, so I I graduated, and I started full-time working, and then I was, um, like I said, I eventually was able to bring my kids, so which was a plus, because that means I went to work, my kids were with me, you know, and it was great, because not only that, but it was closer to my husband's job, and which was amazing, because I was like, hell yeah, like, you know, there's no, it's not going to be harder on either one. It's going to be a lot easier, you know, that like he'll be able to go ahead and just come pick up the kids if I need them to, if there's an emergency and I can't leave work for whatever reason. He's close by enough to where he's like, okay, well, I'll just pick up my kids, you know, or if it's his t- if his, cause oh, Kevin talk, if it was going to be his night. He could just come pick them up, you know, like there's no problem. There's no, you know what I mean? Cause I don't get it. I'm going to say it again. I know I'm repeating myself. I don't understand females who keep their kids away from their fathers or the men that keep away the kids away from the mother, just to be despiteful and stupid. Like if their kids are not no harm and they're able to be with their parent, then let them like that means you get a free break. That means you get to have a night off and just relax and just gather your thoughts again and just be a person without having to have to be around these little people you know like because being a parent guys it is the hardest and tiring difficult no paying job i'm not even lying um you never clock out you know you're always exhausted you know there's sometimes the only conversations you have are with your little people <laughs> you know and and i i mean i love my kids to death i really do but these two little ones, whew, they could get you like, oh my God, can you just be quiet? <laughs> you know? Like, what would take you guys to just play a quiet game? Like, let's play the quiet game for like 10 minutes and just everybody just, shh, you know? But it's funny though, because like they'll be calm and then like the older brother and sister gets home and boom, Russia energy. And then we get, and I get them to calm down again and then out of nowhere, Russia energy. So yeah, so, so, it's a losing battle, (laughs) but anyways, um, so, yeah, so, like I said, I mean, it was hard, it was, I think, I think a lot of it, um, I have to say, looking back at it now, like, piece by piece, you know, not getting too crazy depth in with it, but, like, piece by piece, like, chunk after chunk of, um, the memories I do have of it, and my, my side of the story, and just, like, um, like pretty much like now started looking in the situation all over again. I think we lost ourselves um, before we even got married. I think we both knew it. It was even before we had our daughter. I felt like there was a big shift in our relationship, but we just ignored it. We felt like if you ignore it, it'll get fixed eventually. Or maybe this is just normal, you know? This is just... What married couples or engaged couples or family, you know, young parents with, you know, two kids, two small ones um, go through, you know, and it just like, I didn't really have a lot of people that I talked to that could confide in about my marriage only because I knew the negative outcome of it. Like, you know, I, I would see how, you know, just... I'm gonna just put it out there I would see how you know sometimes my mom get advice from her sisters or vice versa and you end up having like they end up seeing your spouse in a different light you know like and that's why too I kind of didn't like to really tell my family a lot about our, our relationship um I would tell him the drama that I was having with his uncle's wife but um not or like the like just uh disagreements i would have with his dad but not like problems that me and him were having personally you know um i just i just didn't want anybody to look at my husband in a bad light i still don't so sometimes when i do open up to certain people about him it's just more like they allow like i have a i have only a few people that i do open up to and you know like um one of my closest friends she was there for me during um you know the one the one friend i had from high school she was actually there for me through my separation um you know even if it was just mean her hanging out or her just you know listening to me vent and let me cry it out um she was there for me and then um i had another friend i ended up meeting through an ex-boyfriend of mine you know his aunt by marriage um she was a really big um help as well i have to say like um looking back at it you know i owe her a lot because she was one of the people that didn't judge me. I didn't criticize or like talk shit about me until and, and said like oh my god you're stupid you know like why would you leave them and you know not should allow that to happen. She's more like fuck that, you don't need anybody else by your side. Like you're you have two arms, two legs, you're healthy, you could fucking make this work. And I love that because that was the same mentality I have. Like, I tell my kids every day, it doesn't matter what kind of status, you know, me and my husband are, like, for we're having a good day or bad day, I still talk to my kids about it every day. And I tell them, I don't repeat myself and I don't tell you guys this so you guys could think, oh my God, you're having a bad marriage. Because it's not true. Um, I tell my kids every day, you don't have to depend on other people to make yourself happy. You don't have to have someone by your side to be happy. You should love life. And you should love being by yourself. If you can't be by yourself, then you shouldn't be with anybody else. And I really truly stand and live by that because if you're scared to be alone, then you're only closing up that void with somebody else. And a lot of times those somebody else's is not the perfect match for you. And it's just could be an unhealthy situation. So why put yourself in that situation and and headache and heartache? when you don't have to like I don't understand that like I know a lot of people get lonely and it's human nature like it's fine but like why put yourself in a heartache you know and I think when I got my husband it wasn't about any void it was just I was just done you know not taking things serious I think I came to a conclusion especially that situation with my um, the, the guy that I ended up breaking up with right before I met my husband um, I, I, had a lot of think, I had a lot of time to think and I was just like, you know, I'm not going down the right path. I'm not going, I'm not doing anything that's supposed to be great. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not living the life that I should be living. You know, I'm just being reckless. I'm being stupid. Like I shouldn't be doing dumb things. I should just, you know, buckle down and end up, you know, just do what I need to do. You know, pretty much don't stop. You know, I wasn't doing things like... I mean, I was responsible. I was still going to school. I was still working. But I guess I want to say more as, as it was like the people I was dating at the time before my husband even came in my life, I think weren't always a good choice. Um, it's definitely my last relationship. Gosh, that's another day for another story. But yeah, so I mean, I look at it now and I'm just like, oh, my God, what were you thinking? But I think, you know, that four years helped us grow. Helped us grow mentally and like, um, pretty much made us realize like, Hey, we were stupid to not fight harder for our marriage, you know, and think that it was going to be better on the other side. Um, well, we separated, like I said, my husband was really like semi talking or was talking to his ex. Um, he had met her through work and stuff, whatever. And I think that's what hurt it the most was that I knew like I knew back then that our marriage wasn't all that great but I didn't know how broken it was until like after we were separated for for that long time and I was able to look back and be like even like during our separation there was moments where I looked back and I'm like damn why didn't I realize that wasn't normal why didn't I realize that wasn't the way our marriage was supposed to be you know and like yeah, I mean, even the way we would talk to each other wasn't, like, a couple would. Like, oh, my God, you're stupid. Like, the way we carry on with each other, like, everybody made, every made it seem like we weren't being proper. We weren't being, like, a regular couple. But it wasn't that. It was just that, you know, that's the way we were. We are more, we were, like, you know, we were best friends before we were together. So, I mean, like, you know, he was someone I could talk to all the time and, and just whatever, you know, vent to and, and. And now it's just transition to like, he's my husband and it fell apart, you know, like not even a year later, it fell apart a few months later and like, what the hell, you know? And so, yeah, so, so then I started working for that daycare. My kids ended up being there. Well, I shouldn't say daycare, it's preschool, preschool. And my kids were going with us, with me back and forth. And I'm like, I said, we didn't have that that bad of, um, co-parenting at all um, we were pretty doing good, and yeah, so I has um, so he ended up, we separated, he didn't end up going with the, his ex, the one that had his kid, well, supposedly, we don't know yet, for sure, but yeah, so the one that supposedly he got pregnant, um, he wasn't, he didn't begin with her, um, at all, um, he ended up getting with some other girl that worked there, uh, as well as with him, and, like looking back at it now and then like I actually am in contact with her. Like I do talk to her. Um I could say we're like friends from a from afar, you know? We're not best friends. We're just like cool with each other, you know? Um and I think she even to this day I feel like if there was ever a chance, maybe my husband um for my for my husband to go back to her, I maybe. Like I I don't I wouldn't I would not say no but I would say probably most likely um, and it's and it's not because I want to be spiteful to say that I'm being truthful I'm being honest because I know that deep down like the way she is I'm not you know I'm not like her I'm not always bubbly I'm not always like that and and goofy and whatever I'm a different way you know like you have to really know who I am and be, and have me be very comfortable around you to let my whole guard down to be that funny person. Um, my kids are the only ones that really know how I am. My husband too, but I think he hasn't really seen full, full side of me, you know? Even all these years, I've always held back. And I think I'm able to be goofy and funny with my kids because it's just so much easier. But yeah, I think... So while he was with her... Uh, for a good minute he ended up um because it was me and him had gotten a really bad fight one time and at his parents house and they were at home my kids were at school they weren't at home and um and I ended up telling him you know what pack your shit and go with your uncle and I called his uncle and I was just like come pick him up and we both got yelled at like he was like that's not the way you guys communicate that's not the way you guys act whatever you know so I get it like it was great that he came through and, and did that with, for us and stuff. But when my husband went live with him, to go live with him and stuff, um, I think he was only there with him for like four months. And it was hard, guys. It was hard because I would go take the kids over there and I'd be putting my kids' clothes away in her drawer and I'd open another drawer of his and there were girl clothes in there. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? I did not know that she had moved in. <laughs> yeah. So I guess those situations she had to move in, whatever. I didn't know girl. I didn't know. I did not know this. So you could you could guess on my part. I was like livid. I was like, what the fuck? What is this shit here for? You know, like, oh, I did not call her any good names, guys. I was really spiteful. I ain't gonna lie, I was a petty ass female that everybody hates. But I was like psycho petty female. Like, don't fuck with me. Don't get me mad. And do not take time away from my kids and allow some other bitch be in the way. Like, that was our number one rule. And so it hurt. It hurt. I felt like he was playing house. But um, I guess, well, from his part, the kids never met her. But from her part, she says she's even helped change my kids' diapers. So I'm just like, wait, what? You know, so... I guess even to this day i'm not gonna get the truthful the truth out of any any of them so i just stopped asking because it just pisses me off you know because i never have i didn't have other men changing my kids diapers i have other men around my kids you know and just the fact that just have that thought i'm just like ugh, you know but anyways let's just keep on going (laughs) before i get mad (laughs) but yeah no so so that happened and, I mean, like, we had a big-ass argument. I even, like, tore one of shirts apart and threw it in the garbage. And, yeah, I was pissed. And he was mad. He was like, don't ever come back over here if we can be acting like that. And, and I was like, well, then my kids can't be here. And so we end up, like, hashing it out, whatever. And But we didn't argue in front of the kids ever. Like, it was crazy. We would never argue. Even if we're mad to it right there in front of the kids, I'd be blowing up his phone with text messages, talking shit to him, and he just, like like shut up like I can't say to you because the kiss are right here you know so I mean that was our uh, that was the way I, we were I mean I could tell tell you guys I was petty with him like big time I was hella petty but you guys have to understand though my point like I was hurt I felt like you know like I'm a loyal ass person and you're gonna just take the easy way like that's how I felt like Being in that moment and that situation at that time, you feel like, what the fuck? Like, why is it, you know, why you can choose her and and you guys, like, us females naturally feel like it's a female's fault because that situation happened because they had intervened themselves. But in reality, yeah, it is part of their fault because they did intervene themselves into the situation. But at the same time, too, if he wasn't out there chasing for them, they wouldn't have been coming. They, yeah, they would still be out there tempting, but they wouldn't have paid no mind to that, you know? And at the moment when you're clouded by all this anger, hurt and everything, and you're living that situation right at the moment, you don't think that. You don't think like, fuck, it's his fault as much as hers or even more, you know? And instantly we want to go attack the female and be like, what kind of morals do you have? Like, what kind you know, what kind of bullshit is this? But he was with her for a minute. Um, and he did move back in because his uncle left him high and dry. They, they had 24 hours of finding their place. So I was just like, why are you looking? Just move in back in here with us. Obviously, you pay the rent anyways. You know, you just sleep in the bottom room. I'll be in the top room. That's it, you know. Um, I still wasn't yet. I still haven't met yet my ex-boyfriend I was with for four years. Um, it was, I think... I think I met him, and a month later, I want to say after he moved in. So yeah, and then um, I went. I was, um, yeah. So he moved back in. So she had a hard time with that, and then I ended up finding out that she had took the morning after pill. Yeah, guys. So that was the first scare that I knew about, and I was pissed. I was hurt. I was mad. And yeah, I did have a guy friend I was going out and hanging out with, and I did take it three times with him. And it wasn't because I had slipped up and he had slipped up. No, he was just really paranoid because he was not about to have any kids, and I wasn't about to have any kids. And had I known back then that I have PCOS, I wouldn't have worried so much about like conceiving with anybody else. But I was still careful because I'm not trying, I wasn't trying to be out there trying to catch something, you know? so um I did take it three different occasions and it wasn't because like I said like he slipped up or I slipped up but it had been in that time frame that me and my husband were separated that I was still talking to him stuff and you know hanging out whatever and so yeah so again it was um when I found that out because he was on the phone with her and I heard him saying oh my god how do you feel did you really take the other pill and I was like wait what and then when he hung up, I was like, what pill did she take? What What are you talking about? And that's when he told me, well, she had to take the plan B. Oh, my God. I saw red. I saw red. I saw red. I'm worried to choke him. I'm worried to, like, just punch him a good one. I was so pissed, guys. I was really hurt and mad. And, like, I get it. Some of you are like, why? But why? You have to understand why. Like, that is a very intimate moment that you share with your spouse creating life and you know find out that you're pregnant and going through all that you know beautifulness with you know all the like, sickness and everything that's so crazy with this one person and also also somebody's gonna come along and and have that same experience with your 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 you know significant other like that pisses you off like mm-mm. no 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 so anyways um so yeah, so then it was a big argument between me and him. I stopped talking to him. I didn't talk to him for like a day. And I was so mad. And then, so while he was still living there, he ended up moving upstairs. I mean, the kids, I moved downstairs. And I just told him it was easier because the kids could just go, out, go right there and play. of so, me worried about them falling down the stairs because it, it was a townhouse. So he moved upstairs. The the kids went to bed upstairs with him. Um, sometimes, for the majority of the time, they were with me. But when, obviously, I didn't want a big room because I was scared. I, that's why I told him, too. Like, I want a smaller room. It's better. So he was like, okay. I'm, I'm telling you, we switched back and forth all the time. All the damn time. It was crazy. And then, so, yeah. So then, um, I ended up um, having, I didn't mean someone. And we're going to just say D. Because I not can give out his name. Um, so when I met him, we were supposed to obviously was online and did an online dating thing. And um he was he was a trucker and I was in my early twenties and he was 32, 33 years old, and he was a divorcee, and he had two kids, a boy and a girl. And like he had it all like friendship with his ex you know she was remarried and he was best friends with her husband like it was just like well because they also grew up um together and they went I guess junior high to high school together so he knew her for a long time so um yeah and like he, um so that day that we start talking um he had called me and we were talking the phone and stuff and and the kids were um, eating dinner, so I was in another room talking to him on the phone. And he, and my husband, was at work at the time, or probably out about—I don't know. And my mother-in-law was in the living room with the kids watching TV. Oh my gosh, she would always watch cartoons with them. She didn't even care. Like it was funny because like um, she could just sit there and watch any cartoons with them. And I'm like, you could change it. Like they don't—they don't mind. But you know, she'd always love to make sure that the the kids were always like happy and stuff you know that's that's one thing I cannot complain about her like she's always been a really great grandma to them but um yeah so um so so I met this guy and I was talking to him for a minute I was talking to him and then um we ended up hanging up and we had made plans he was like well first date let's let me take you out um next week when you don't have your kids um let's go to a comedy club and I was like okay cool like you know and then um so then we made plans, whatever. That weekend, it was, um, I think the last week of January I met him. And, um, yeah, so I ended up, that weekend, he had a niece. She had went on a, a soccer tournament. And um, I guess on the way back, they had gotten a car accident. Um, one of the moms had took the van. But they had all wanted um, to for them to take the the to stay on the bus, to take the bus back and forth, but all the girls insisted they only wanted the mom to drive them, one of their friends' moms to drive them, that way they could, um, you know, all be together, instead of being on like a, the, the team bus or whatever and be uncomfortable. And especially it was gonna be like a long, a long drive back. So he was like, so they all agreed to it. They're like, okay, yeah, fine, you know, all the parents agreed. Well, I guess a trunk driver crashed into them or something, um. I forgot what the situation was, but they ended up crashing onto them head on. His niece did not have her seatbelt on. I don't believe she did. And I believe she got flown out of the window. And poor girl landed. And when she landed, it was just bad. Um, But what was crazy is the fact that she had wanted him to date me. She was like, oh my God. Because it was... I had spoke to her on the phone the day that I was talking to him and then she was like oh my god I like her I want to meet her so I was supposed to have met her um for like our second date or something and or like he was gonna somehow like we're gonna like stop by and see her or something we were supposed to plan something like that and so then he ended up calling me that um right after it happened and he's like I'm so sorry I can't see you um we can't go out because like, i'm not that i can't see it's like we can't go out um because it's not happened to my niece and i was like oh my gosh like a short little time that i i met had met her over the phone she was like, like was an amazing little girl you know i think she was like 13 14 years old she was small and i was like i was kind of heartbroken because i was like oh my god like you know she was the only one that um wasn't in, in a very um critical condition like everybody else had their seatbelts on so everybody else had like you know you know bruises and scrapes and whatever else but she's the one who flew out and um, they were doing surgery and I was at work he called me a few times and gave me like the details so of everything was going on and then it was the week the day of Valentine's Day and he was talking to me he was like I'm so sorry I wish I could take you out like we haven't even had a proper date like he was just like mortified with that and then he was just so just heartbroken you know because of his niece and I was just like oh my god like it's fine like it's just Valentine's Day I'm not a big person on Valentine's Day like it's fine and you know so then um, he was like well send me the address here to, to your job and I'm like oh, okay whatever you know so I said it to him and he ended up um, texting he like hey come outside and I'm like What the hell And I came outside and he met me in the parking lot. And yeah, he he was in his joggers. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have dressed up. I'm like, um, I'm in jeans and a shirt and I'm full of finger paint. Like, you're fine. So then, um, yeah, he was just like really bummed out. And I ended up hugging him and stuff. And then he was just like, I'm so sorry. You know, like, I really do apologize. Just, you know, situation. I was just like, dude, don't even worry about it. Like, it's fine. And I ended up getting a kiss and a hug from him. And then he ended up leaving. Um, I think it was, like, three days later, he had called me and told me she passed away. The little girl didn't make it. Um, she was too, too much in critical condition. There was just so much going on. I think she had internal bleeding or something had happened. But with the impact and everything, she didn't make it. Unfortunately, it was was really depressing and sad. So, um, we kept on seeing each other here and there. It wasn't, we were trying to, like, see where things were going to go. But... I, I feel like he believed that because I was a lot younger than him, like 10, 11 years younger that it, I wasn't mature enough to be in the situation that he wanted to be in, you know, like in the relationship he wanted to be. So I respected that. I did miss, you know, being with him and stuff, but it was just, it sucked. But like, you can't change people's opinions about stuff. So I was just like, whatever. So I moved on. And at the same time too, like I'm telling you guys, like those times where i want my husband back in those times where i'm just like well i'm fine. like this my new life you know like being alone or just seeing you know or going on these crazy ass dates you know seeing how things go um I along the way i did meet a few other people that were pretty cool and stuff but like i said it's different every time because it's just like you don't you're like getting to know a person all over again like it's not like you know their habits it's not like you be like your normal stuff around anybody, you know, and then them them not thinking, like, what the fuck is wrong with her, you know, so I think that's why, too, it was hard, and then, like, I didn't, I didn't tell my husband, like, when we were separated, like, who I was talking to, who I was seeing, but me knowing exactly who he was talking to and who he was seeing and, and just knowing that, like, I think it hurt me more, you know, and it just, it just bugged the shit out of me, so then, okay, so then, once he stopped dating this the first girl, he ended up dating the one that he supposedly had his kid. Oh, guys, I have to tell you guys, it was like night and day. I cannot with this bitch. Like I still can't, guys. Like if I could put her on an island and leave her there to starve, I would. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm so sorry, but it's so damn true. Um, she she turned our lives even upside down even more. Okay because I'm telling you guys we try and do normal as po- much as possible. We would spend holidays together with the kids. We would the birthdays were together and I would always have a, like two different parties for them. One for my family and one for his family because my family his family did not mesh especially after we separated would not fucking mesh. So, so the kids loved it because they had double birthdays, like they would always have a birthday party together. So obviously they got double cakes, they got double presents, everything. They loved it. Um, And it was just like, I think what hurt me the most, too, is just like how everybody turned their backs on me. Not only from my family, but from his family as well. And I just felt like you don't even know the story. Like nobody, like even now to this day, nobody really freaking knows Why me and my husband separated? Nobody knew our problems. Nobody knew shit. And when people took sides, it hurt me the most. When everybody looked at me like I was a whore and I left my husband for other men, like them not even knowing the full story or not even knowing anything at all about my relationship with my husband and what I was doing and not doing, like that pissed me off and hurt me so bad, guys. I kid you not. I felt like everybody and anybody judged me. Um, there was times where I would get, I would get comments as, oh, don't dress your daughter like that, like a whore, you know, she looks like, you're trying to dress her like a whore like what you are. And I'm like, (sighs) okay, wow, that, that was just said, okay. You know, like shit like that guys. And I think like what hurt the most was just that Airby felt like they had free for all. They had a free for all to, to have their opinions, to say their opinions without even being asked about them you know so i just feel like um i think the reason why too i don't like to stay in contact a lot of people even after a situation after the fact even though me and my husband got back together because at that moment when i needed everybody the most all their true colors came out i learned who the people that were actually going to be there and have that loyalty with me and not judge me and not you know criticize me in any shape. I knew at that moment what, who was on my side. Um, my husband may not like a lot of people that I, I, I am loyal with and I really truly um, do care about. That has his that own personal opinion, and that's his prerogative. But the, at the end of the day, I don't turn my back on people who have been there for me and show me their true colors at the time of need. You know, there's not a lot of people in life you can say, wow, they're loyal as fuck. There's not, because there's a lot of people who come in your life and pretend they're loyal and pretend that they have the best interest. And then when shit hits the fan, you you need someone by your side to be like that rock, to just be there, just be like, you know what, bitch, you got this. Like, keep on going, you know? You're not, you're not, this is not impossible. This is life. This is how shit's gonna happen. Like, let's just keep on going, you know? If you can't, if if they can't be that person for you at that time and that, that moment, then they shouldn't be there at all. Like, and that's how, that's why I think I felt easier to separate myself because I was just like, wow, you guys have judged me. You guys have criticized me. You guys have critic, um, um, criticuled me in every shape, way, or form to say so much negative, so much bad shit about me. People have even, there's even people that have gone their way to put me in gossip, guys, in gossip and shit that I still don't know what they put me into. And when I found that out, I called um, my son's godmom and I asked her about it. And she was like, I don't, if I got handled, like, don't worry about it. Like, I have a right to know. <laughs> like, why can't I know what the hell happened? You know? Why can't I not know what was said? And I, that's why I hate people talking shit behind my back. If I'm going to talk shit about you, best believe when you ask me about it, I'm going to repeat it to your face. Like, I'm not scared to say what I said behind your back and not to your face. Like, I'm not a punk. Sorry, just not. But yeah, so I just don't like that at all. And I just feel like, you know, like I, I learned I learned a lot, and I saw the true colors of people, and I think that's what hurts a lot the most, because you come into the situation very blind, very naive, and be like, oh my God, like, I gained another family, and this and that, only to be always criticized, ridiculed, you know, and I'm not just saying only his side of family, I'm saying everybody, everybody, mine and his, you know, um, whether you guys are listening to it or not, it's true, like, everybody had their opinions about me, everybody really felt call me the bad guy not knowing our situation not knowing that we were losing ourselves from a long time ago in our relationship like we had transitioned so much that we were having we're being toxic to each other and we didn't want that for the rest of our lives we didn't want to be toxic people with each other we wanted to be amazing parents and we wanted to have our kids grow up with morals and and have be humble in their hearts and have gratitude and just You know, just be a well-rounded person. Like that was that was always our our angle, you know, and to be really good people with each other and to always have that love between each other. And I think when you kind of like don't have that anymore, or you feel like you know what, if he decides to leave tomorrow, I won't even cry about it, you know, or. If she fucking just one day packs her shit and leaves, and then fuck it, she left. You know, when you start having those thoughts, that's when you need to say, okay, we got to pull back and see what the hell is going on. To see if we're actually going to keep on going through this, you know, this journey together or not. And I think that's why, too, regardless of he was, he had a picture in his wallet and he was talking to somebody else at the moment or whatever, I think either way, it would have came out one way or the other. You know, we were. Not not good for each other at the moment, you know. And I think when you separate yourself from the situation, you're able to reflect, to re um, just reflect on everything and of your flaws and his flaws, and and just really think about it like, hey, you know what, it's true, like we weren't good for each other, you know, like and you grow, you grow, you know, and you learn from your past mistakes and and what. Like, I wasn't just with people just to be with somebody and just go get some dick, you know. No. That's not the way it was with me. Um, they When they say women get emotionally involved, it's true. But at the same time, too, like, especially the one guy that I told you that with the knees that passed away, he was he was someone that, you know, gave me an insight about things. Like, he was like, you know, he, he really applauded. You know, the fact that me and my husband were able to be really civil with the kids. You know, we really had our schedules down. Like, he liked that. But he would always tell me, I know you're still hurting. You're always going to, like... Like, I think his problem was the fact that he knew back in my mind, no matter what, I was going to still have love for my husband. And he was like, he understood that because he still had feelings for his ex. But they weren't like, oh, I'm in love with her. No, he had that kind of love for her, care for her, because... She was, once upon a time, his wife. She is still the mother of his kids, you know? You always have that love and care for them. And he was like, you just have to know the difference. You have to know if you are, you still have love for them because they were once so insignificant in your life and they gave you these beautiful kids. Or is it the kind of love that you're just like, damn, I really love them and I miss them and I want to be back with them. Like, he knew that I still wasn't, for sure which one it was you know if i wasn't right if he knew that i wasn't right really ready to let go of my husband so that's why too he was just like he was hesitant because i was still married guys i was still married you know in dating and i made it very clear to everybody that i anybody that i spoke to anybody that i would go out with or whatever like i would tell him i was like i'm still married like it's not that we're legally divorced we're not we're separated you know and and it was just like what everything you know if they were like well if i don't have to have no drama between it then that's fine i don't care like that's your guys' situation you know unless we're gonna get married and that's something different but you know i wasn't thinking about marrying anybody else to tell you the truth but um yeah so it was hard it was really hard um a lot of times it was normal it was um when especially when he got with his ex the most recent one um the one that had the baby um I think it got it became normal life where the, his days that he didn't have the kids I wouldn't text him because a lot of times she'd be like oh he said come pick me up and I'm like whatever <laughs> you know try to be nice and like what's crazy guys like I wasn't that spiteful bitch like I could have been I could have been but I didn't. I ended up having to sit down with her. And we took my kids to, f- to go ifa. It was me and her and the kids. And at the time, the kids were three and four. Yep, my babies were small. And, um, no, two and three. I'm sorry. Two and three years old. And, um, yeah, so um, I had to sit down with her. Because be- when I found out she was pregnant, I actually met up with her at the gas station by my old high school. And she knew I was pissed. And I guess supposedly she was watching her niece that day, so she brought her niece in the stroller. And I told her, How much how much do you want? I'll pay for your abortion. I told her, I'm telling you guys, I'm not that kind of female that's gonna hide and be like, oh my God, I know what's telling her, um yeah, I'm gonna tell you what I wanna tell you. You know, you're gonna hear my goddamn belt. And I told her, I was like, um I end up telling her, you know what? Fine. You're gonna keep it? Okay. By the end of the day, this baby is sipping with my with my kids. No matter what. This was a this is an agreement we, we made. No matter what in life happens, I don't give a shit, you're not with him no more or whatever. They're never gonna have they're never gonna not be in touch. You know, like my kids and hers. Her son. Um, and that was agreement. Has she kept it? No, she has not. So then, after she was, she got pregnant. Whatever, um, me and her had to sit down, and I ended up being very clear to her. The days that my husband are off are his days with our kids. When the baby comes into play, he has to spend. Since his job is close by to your house, you guys have to make arrangements when, what time he's gonna be over there, over there. But if it's. So, I mean, like, we sat down. We had to sit down. And that's what I told her. I was like, this is my kid's schedule. This is, um, you and him have to figure out a different schedule for your child. But his days off are with the kids. He has two days off a week. And because she lives so close to him. Um, so, yeah. So, and because, like, he works so close to her job. Like, she was, like, literally, like, um, not even that far. Like, maybe, like, a five-minute drive, Um, and we were living at the time, we were living with my mom, we had moved back to my mom's house, and his mom and dad had moved into a different place, so um, they had, they were living, like, in a two-bedroom, so we weren't going to fit in there, Um, so, yeah, so I ended up choosing to go back to my mom's house anyways, and commute like that with the kids, but, um, yeah, it just, and she understood, so she said, okay, it was fine, whatever, like, that's what I thought. And it was the point where she would call and she would ask, oh, my God, I'm having a bad day, Did da, da, da my, my brother's acting like an asshole or he's hitting me, whatever. Can I talk to the kids? And I was just like, okay. And they would talk, to, you know, she would talk to my daughter and son and everything and, you know, like, she would call me more than she called my husband. Just put it that way. Like, she would call me for everything. And, um, yeah, I mean, when she was around the family and I was around, it kind of bugged me because, like, everyone's just like oh oh like what's gonna happen and i'm just like oh my god like it's more stressful than what it is you know it was more annoying so yeah i just it was just a lot of stuff that i hated and i didn't like um it was just really annoying but um i think looking back at now if it like if it was now that i'm older and everything i don't think I don't know, I don't think it would have it would affect me as much. I think it would still piss me off, but that's the way it was before, you know? But yeah, I just it was hard guys. It was hard for years. Um, you know, like I said, I having to like go and like date other people and stuff, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like an eye opener, like what I wanted in life and what kind of relationship I wanted and and so when me and my husband to get back together, um, and that four within, after four years been separated, you know, it was just, I think it was just like a fresh breath of air. Like oh, now I got my, you know, my partner back, my friend, you know, so when I don't have to just be like, Oh my God, like, am I being too weird? You know, like, so I just think that when you're going in that transition, in that situation, you're separate from your spouse and whatever I think that you start finding out your true colors by other people. And I hate the fact that other people feel like they're entitled to have an opinion. Like they're entitled to have and express to others how they feel about the situation. When one didn't have no damn thought. Not even a clue of what happened in our marriage, you know. Not even from my family, not from his. And I think a lot of people speculated shit. And a lot of it came that I was a bad person. I was the one who had like lovers and it was crazy. And I think that's why too, a lot of people still see me in a different light because they think they know shit because other people have ran and, and ran their mouth about stupid shit that had nothing to do with me or just talk, talk crap. And I think that's when you find out who you, who you should, who you want around you at the end of the day. And I mean, I've, distance myself from a lot of people i mean we've literally moved another state over just so that we could be a lot happier and i think not having anybody around us that we really like our family with or i've known for a very very long time is a fresh breath of air not because i'm going to be an asshole and say that it's just because it makes our unit tighter it makes us to only depend on us at the end of the day that's all we have Regardless if you have a big-ass family or not, at the end of the day, your immediate family is all you have. Because that's the only ones that are going to freaking stand by you no matter what. Your your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad are the only ones going to stand by you no matter what. Unless it's you're in a toxic-ass <laughs> family or whatever. But I'm telling you, nobody's family is perfect. Mine is toxic. Mine is as toxic as they come to. Like, believe me. We all fight. We all scream. we all whatever. You know, but at the end of the day... Well, shit hits the fan, and, and everybody got to be there. Believe me, everybody's there, you know? But, um, yeah, so this is going to be a part three, guys. There's a lot more to talk about. So this so far is part two. Stay tuned in part three, and then we're going to get into more stuff. I'm going to try to get my husband on here with me. I'll see what his opinions are. But I wish he was able to go on here right now with me, but the only thing is the little ones are awake, and they're going to be crazy if, if I pull him away from them right now. All right, guys, you guys have a beautiful evening. Again, thank you for joining me, Marcy's Playground, where you get raw, uncut, uncensored stories, opinions, gossip, chisme, anything and everything. All right, guys, bye.